0: Welcome to Fintech in Focus. I'm Ron Nachman. This bi-monthly podcast explores B2B payments in the age of automation. As electronic payments gain traction, with more AP teams working remotely, there's a lot to talk about. We'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions. Please email us at podcast at invoicepay.com. That's podcast at N-V-O-I-C-E-P-A-Y dot com. As remote work becomes more common for AP teams, we've seen a trend not just towards automated B2B payments, but towards integrated payment solutions. These solutions have lots of advantages. Besides managing all your AP workflows and payment methods, integrated payment solutions work directly with your business management software you already use. As payment solution providers innovate, we're seeing relationship patterns happen, namely the ones in the title of this episode friends, enemies, and coopetition, a term that blends cooperation and competition. I wanted a firm grip on those nuances, so I asked a couple of fintech experts to
1: explain. I'm Byron Biggins and I run partnerships for the Invoice Pay organization, been doing that for about four years. Don Banowitz, vice president, Global Enterprise
2: Solutions with Cambridge. I've been with the organization for over eight years now.
0: I wanted Byron and Don to tell me what's happening with regards integrated solutions for both domestic and international payments. Here's how it went. Let's define what we mean by integrated payments so that everyone's on the same page.
1: Integrated payments means a payment solution that communicates seamlessly with the other software used to manage your business, uh, the most critical of which is your ERP or your accounting system.
0: And in a way, integrated payments are about friends, enemies, and competition. So explain that.
2: You know, it's interesting. Probably many people haven't heard of that word co-opetition, And we're finding it more and more within the growth of the digital transformation and financial services. There was an interesting research by FinAstra that said around 70 to 75% of banks are already working with fintech partners, you know, or plan to do so in the next year. It's interesting to see that that, that statistic because you know there's benefits for both parties. Banks traditionally are not the quickest with innovation and fintechs are. So you see this faster innovation, but an infusion of innovation with banks as well. And it just overall enhances a much more full featured offering for both fintechs and and banks. And that's really where we see the root of what these three areas are. You You have this friendly relationship between fintechs and banks that Traditionally, they might see themselves as two different addressable markets, but together it's an integrated solution that really enhances or matures a growing organization with the ability to acquire new clients or even cross sell some of their existing clients with innovative service. But the fintech thing gets an example or gets into an area with mature clients that they may not have access to through their core offering. So it it becomes a, a very interesting dynamic. Versus, you know, where they see themselves as enemies with direct competition and never really partnering with each each other, and you know, focusing solely on what they do best. And then there's this interesting blend, which is cooptition. It's this hybrid of this friend and enemy, where both of you may be going after the same addressable market, but their benefits for both parties are slightly different. But together, you're giving better access to the customer base with an innovative solution to to bring something holistic to the market and help really the end user drive enhancements to their overall efficiencies and making the market stronger as they work together in that competition than against each other.
1: Just to add on to what Don said there, I, I just say that there, there's many overlapping products and services that are, are provided by a variety of, of software providers, fintechs and banks. Um, sometimes these offerings have competitive aspects and sometimes they're complementary. So in, in an ideal world, the customer gets to choose the best of breed solution for each process. And then, you know, that integrates with complementary solutions or at least works well together.
0: Has the shift to remote work that's resulted from the pandemic figured into this?
1: Very much.
2: We're seeing this trend of cooperation in the fintech space prior to the pandemic, but it seems to have just accelerated as we have a necessary shift for digital transformation within organizations that aren't able to be in the office anymore.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Like, Like many others in the software or fintech industries, we've seen the pandemic really accelerate digitization So AP has traditionally been a function that sits within the office as as invoices are often mailed to an office and checks are printed and signed at the office. But when the pandemic first started, there was this scramble for businesses to adapt to remote working. And many of them had to shut the office, but the AP team still needed to go in once a week to print checks. And then the check signer needed to go in to uh, sign the checks. So it wasn't ideal. So we ended up having as much business as we could handle in 2020, as we're really providing a solution that helped these businesses with this issue. But what we see is that once a business has automated and digitized the process, they're extremely unlikely to go back to the manual paper-based way of doing it again.
0: So does this fit in with a future vision of more domestic payments made without paper checks and international payments made with less complexity?
2: You know, I really believe that as we find more competition, it will drive or create more opportunities with solutions as a single source to digitize the payment process and make more efficiencies through both domestic and international payments.
1: I think the process for most businesses today around both domestic and international payments is still far too manual and too expensive. So by, by creating a single digital process to handle both domestic and international payments, uh, we've really created an ideal solution for finance teams, I believe.
0: So let's focus more on the co notion. What functions of finance are you seeing co solving?
2: We're really seeing every aspect of finance and accounting starting to focus in on digitization. And from that perspective, the pandemic has forced that, as we talked about. It's you know a rise in a technology solution where you're having to pay your distributed workforce around the world as we move more to remote working or the concept of invoice automation where you're able to eliminate the manual collection and entry of invoices paper invoices in the office and then as Byron highlighted there you know that payments automation to centralized payments through a digital initiation process while providing easy reconciliation have been drivers. And, and what we're seeing in the market is there's, there's many players there that hold aspects of each one of those, but they're not all working together, which I think we'll start to see that, that flow into a world where the central repository of solutions starts to become more holistic or a, a single access point.
1: Yeah. And, and to, to add on to that, that, that single access access point is typically a company's ERP or accounting software. And, and in the past, many of these platforms have worked in a friend model where they provide a platform to solutions to integrate with their platform, but never owning that process or, or even making recommendations. But today they're looking at more options around building out some of the functionality themselves or finding the right partner to expand their offerings. And and because payments is highly regulated and requires particular expertise, most ERPs or other software companies prefer to find a payment partner.
0: Now let's focus on these ERPs, these Enterprise Resource Planning uh, software solutions. What have ERPs been offering customers as a payment function? And what's made them start offering AP solutions?
1: Well, on the AP side, ERPs have traditionally offered the ability for customers to print checks or, or at most create a NACHA file to send to the customer's bank to initiate ACH payments. But the problem that ERPs face is that every bank has different requirements for that NACHA file, so the ERP could end up having to create as many different files as their customers have banks. And even then, the customer ends up with a pretty manual process where they're using different procedures based on the type of payment they're making, the more innovative ERPs, the early adopters have started to focus on integrating payments into their solutions. But but when they do, they often focus on accounts receivable first.
0: So why would they do that? Why would ERPs focus on accounts receivable first?
1: I think it has to do with awareness that most of the end customers are not aware a solution exists to help them streamline the AP payment process. So they're not necessarily requesting that from the ERP Also, accounts payable often just doesn't get a lot of attention within a business. So customers don't realize there's such a great opportunity to streamline their process while reducing costs and fraud risk.
0: Do companies now understand integrated domestic and international payment automation as part of their payment strategy?
1: As I mentioned earlier, most businesses are not aware yet that a solution like Invoice Pay exists, so they're not actively seeking it out. Uh, We estimate that only about 5% of U.S. businesses have automated their AP payments so far. This is why partnering with the ERPs has been so successful for us and for the ERPs, is that when ERPs offer an integrated solution to their customers, the customers are pretty quick to understand the value and and adoption is very strong.
2: There's an interesting dynamic to payments automation and, and just integration solutions for domestic and international. When you're within borders, It's much easier to get into an integrated and automated solution because it's within one payment scheme. Where companies get very confused is when you get into international payments and having to deal with multiple payment schemes around the world. And so I think that becomes a a big issue for not only corporations, but even ERPs to look at how they handle the complexities of international payments in over 200 countries. And so it becomes a much easier strategy for them to you know, create a friend environment um, or, or even just you know, stay away from it than to, to dive deep into it and be that advocate for their corporate clients. So once they find the, the right, right partner, I, I do believe that both domestic and international payment automation will be a key part of not only an ERP's payment strategy, but a corporate's payment strategy.
0: So how does a company enhance its payment strategy when using a payment solution that's integrated within their ERP?
1: Well, the the main value props of the invoice pay solution are, number one, streamlining the process, number two, reducing costs, and number three, uh, minimizing payment fraud risk. And when you think about the goals of a CFO, these align very well to what he or she values. By having the solution integrated with the ERP, it, it really enhances that first value prop it creates an even more streamlined process with a better user experience better visibility and easier reconciliation
2: Byron you make some great points there i mean focusing specifically on international payments is you it know, bring a higher complexity to finance and accounting within you know, foreign currency conversions you know becomes a big aspect of, of that strategy and so when it becomes an integrated, solution within the ERP, you know, you start to think through some of the manual processes that finance are going through, you know, having to understand a conversion and then valuing that within their financial decisioning and and their general ledger. So real-time conversions, you know, to foreign invoices within an integrated solution is going to eliminate a lot of that manual entry and monthly reconciliation that, you know, the AP and accounting team. So more of that ERP strategy of a payments automation built in becomes an integrated solution that will provide better visibility into not only cash flow, but help just make more informed financial decisions within the finance and accounting teams.
0: Let's get into the important issue of payment fraud. How does the adoption of integrated solutions for domestic and international payments affect the payment fraud situation?
1: Payment fraud was already a huge issue before the pandemic, and it's only gotten worse since the pandemic started with fraudsters trying to take advantage of the impaired internal communication that's caused by employees not being in the office together. The largest increase in fraud attempts uh, we've seen come from business email compromise, where fraudsters uh, pose as a legitimate vendor and ask the AP team to send payments to a new bank account. A best-of-breed AP payment solution is going to neutralize this threat by doing the bank account validations themselves, and taking on the liability for this.
0: How does the shift to integrated
1: domestic and international payments impact the supplier experience? Suppliers like getting paid through our solution as they now get a range of payment options instead of having to accept uh, just a check. AR teams tend to dislike checks as much as AP teams. Uh, In addition, they value the detailed remittances and access to real-time data in our supplier portal. We have a supplier-facing support team where they know they can get their questions answered. So it, it's really a benefit on both sides, on the uh, the payer and the supplier getting paid.
2: Yeah, Byron, you, you're right. I mean, any time that you can enhance that supplier experience, it just does enhance good vendor relations. You know, in the traditional international payments forefront, you know that supplier experience is used to Swift wires or you know hefty lifting fees, you know, from correspondent banks or just charges from their banks to receive that money and you know, the value starts to come in and, and working in a solution that gives you alternatives to payment options, the supplier experience becomes better that they can receive that money within their own country, traditionally within you know, a payment scheme that is not hefty to the receipt of the funds, and ensuring that they actually are getting the full value that's in pay, in, intended to be paid in that invoice.
0: Although many companies may not even know about payment automation yet, the pandemic and remote work requirements have led many others to consider implementing these kinds of solutions. How do integrated payments move the needle? Ron, you
2: know, the adoption of integrated payments through co-opetition is helping lower the barrier of challenges related to implementations or just having to source solutions through multiple sources. Co-opetition is going to drive Technology and banks and you know other organizations like Cambridge and Invoice Pay, to continue to innovate and find ways to solve AP treasury and just overall finance pain into one platform. You know which will just help everyone move into you know an integrated payment solution and really impact their overall strategy moving forward.
1: Yeah, as I mentioned before, Invoice Pay partners uh, with several ERPs today. And, and what we see is that businesses are much more likely to adopt AP payment automation when the solution is integrated with their ERP. Instead of worrying about file format compatibility with their bank or fintech, they can just turn it on and start making payments. And this creates a much better user experience for these customers. And in the long run, what that does, it just makes these businesses more productive, more efficient, more cost-effective. So it's, it's a great overall uh, value for the business.
0: That was Byron Biggins, Senior Vice President for Strategic Partnerships at Invoice Pay, and Don Banowitz, Vice President of Enterprise Solutions at Cambridge Global Payments. And this has been FinTech in Focus. It takes a team to produce this podcast. Our team includes Alyssa Callahan, Jason Christofferson, Michelle Lee, Brad Loader, Danielle Crow, and Aaron Schiller. The next FinTech in Focus comes out in two weeks. Look out for it. And if you have any feedback or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Just email us at podcast at That's podcast at N-V-O-I-C-E-P-A-Y.com. For FinTech in Focus, I'm Ron Nachman. Thanks for listening.